number nine ranked UFC flyweight Alex Perez. How's life, man, on uh, your side of the planet? Uh, not too bad, man. Uh, everything's closed down, you know, but uh, just happy to be here, man. Just happy to be chilling in a beautiful California. Could be worse. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, throughout the, the last couple of the years, you've been really active. But in 2019, you only fought once. Um, was that a good year overall for you? Or was there some frustration because you, you couldn't get in as many fights as before? Um, I kind of, after losing to Benavides, I took some time off. Uh, you know, I got TKO'd. So I tried to make sure I was healthy and ready. You know, I was suffering from uh, just uh, just working on some things per uh like personally, like for the for the next fight and stuff like that. So, um, I was just want to make sure I was one hundred percent healthy. I also had a couple injuries that I wanted to uh, heal up. So I wasn't pushing for too many fights in two thousand nineteen. I just wanted to make sure I was okay, one hundred percent. Do you see a lot of guys coming back too early after getting a t you know getting TKO'd? Uh, it seems like it happens a lot nowadays. Uh, yeah, I mean. You mean we're fighters? We that's what we do for a living. But I feel like most fighters jump into into a fight right after it. Uh, kind of, uh, it's not the time, you know. For me, it was kind of like sit and wait, get healthy. You know, I have nagging injuries. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. I have nagging injuries, so I might as well just try to heal up as much as possible. You're five and one in the UFC, three finishes. A lot of people feel like you should be ranked higher, you know what I mean, past uh, ahead of some of the guys that are in front of you. Do you do you feel that way? Ah, uh, man, to me, they're just numbers, man. It doesn't matter. Uh, better for me, I guess. I'm ranked low. I get to fight all the guys that I should be anyways, right? So uh, it doesn't matter to me. Just a number in front, and, uh, you know, eventually I'm going to have to face them all. Team Oyama, man, your coach, Colin, he's uh, he's yeah. such an OG of the sport. I feel like a lot of people don't <laughs> recognize that. Yeah, man, a lot of people don't know who he is, you know, he's very quiet, he doesn't really like uh, his social media, you know, he's not like a big on social media, and uh, man, he's, he, he's definitely an OG, you know, with back in the Pride days and uh, early UFC days, so he's been around the sport a very long time, and, it's, uh, and you can tell, you know, by his knowledge he shares with us. Having someone like that that has been around the game since pretty much the start, you know, how beneficial has that been for you outside of the cage? Uh, it's been big, man. He, you know, he'll tell you from you know UFC, whatever, when he was with Tito, and how what happened in uh, Pride and uh, just things like that. Uh, you know, the crazy stories that he's been in. You know, uh, with the UFC when they first started, they didn't know if they're gonna have shows. You know, and stuff like that. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just crazy to see that he's still in the sport and very relevant. What, what, what have you gotten from him the most? You know, in in training, training wise. Uh, just the mindset, um, the mindset, man. He has a very like strong-willed mindset, and uh, he definitely passes out that on to us. Um, he's very hard on us during training, but he's after training, he's like, hey, like he's like one of the guys, you know. So it's it's cool, but he he definitely grinds us out, makes us a lot tougher. With with training during this pandemic, you know, I'm pretty sure the gym was closed. Is the gym still closed, or do you guys get to actually just go in there as pros and and practice? Uh, we've been going in there as pros and just practicing. Uh, it was closed for 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 a while, and then uh, I mean, I was doing stuff on my own. Uh, I live right next to Louis Samoka, mm -hmm. so we're run and pay each other up, things like that. So, um, I, I mean, I'm, st I'm st I stay active as much as possible. Well, your team it seems like 
um, Cheeto, he just fought last weekend, and then you and Luis have fights coming up. So you got, were you guys all training together? Was Cheeto part of that? Uh, yeah, you know, Cheeto trained in his garage mostly, um, you know, because we didn't know if he was going to fight or not. And uh, his daughter, uh, is, um, she can get sicker a lot easier. So, uh, you know, he was being cautious about going around people and stuff like that. But as soon as he got the, uh, as soon as we signed the contract, I mean, he came in to train a little bit when he, uh, you know, when he could. And um, Lewis, you know, obviously one of my big trade party, but we have other guys in there as well, you know, coming in. Some guys are like, hey, man, screw it. I want to I, I want to get in there and get better, you know. Might as well have better than staying at home all day. You know, what, the, what are the differences for you in training camp compared to like a normal training camp, so to say? Um, obviously, the grappling aspect, uh, you know, not getting some of the guys in. You know, some of the guys uh, went home during all this stuff. Uh, just just that, really, man. I'm still grinding twice a day. Uh, you know, I'm still wrestling. I'm still, I mean, I'm doing ground stuff and stuff like that. But it's still just that. That's about it. Just not the night grind. It's usually did during the morning and at night. It's I just bring guys in and we work on stuff. Um, other than that, man, I've been I've been pretty good. It, have you seen yourself getting more personal attention? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we have fights coming up, especially like with our camp. We have a lot of guys out. We have guys in the UFC. We have guys out that aren't in the UFC. So right now, it's basically the guys that got fights coming up. So it's very specific for us, um, whether it's with coach or during circuits or during training. Like my jiu-jitsu coach, very, it's everything very, very, very specific and like one-on-one. So you go from Kaikar France to Jose Formiga. It's a pretty nice switch if you look at the the rankings and in the in the title yeah. picture uh what are your initial thoughts of this uh upcoming matchup um i think it's gonna be good man just sir very well known vet been around forever you know um american top team he's super good everywhere he's good everywhere he's good on his feet good on the ground good in the wrestling department so like i'm just excited to test my skills against this guy uh, i know he's been around for a long time he's he was one of the first flyweights signed with the uh with the UFC, probably like I think one of the first like ten guys signed with the UFC, and he's still around. So that's a big you know accomplishment. He's been around, so um, I'm just excited, man. It's a it's a great fight. You know, with your submission skills, and of course he his his ground game is something that a lot of people point to. Do you see kind of a, a Bryce Mitchell Charles Rosa situation going on here? Like you guys gonna be going to the ground the whole fight? Uh, who knows, man? You know, like. There's been times where you know you watch a surf fight. He stands, he stands and bangs. You know, it just all depends on uh, on where the fight goes. You know, I'm pretty sure he's a vet. He's not like, oh, we're just gonna go straight to the ground or we're gonna stay on our feet. It's gonna be like, okay, takedowns there, cool, take it. You know, so I'm expecting a war. I'm expecting fight of the night. That's for sure. Did you see that thing that Stephen A. Smith said? Uh, that uh, Justin Gaethje and uh, Tony Ferguson yeah. did a grapple because they could have caught the coronavirus did you yeah. hear did you hear that yeah that that guy that guy's a clown man he <laughs> he doesn't know anything like he's good at his job at the sports he covers but he's not good for mma he's just probably the last guy we would want covering mma that guy Definitely. that guy yeah when i heard that i was like uh i'm pretty sure none of them actually went for a takedown <laughs> just in general i don't think they really go for takedowns but i was like whatever i guess i don't know anything for Miga, you know, he comes in at four. He's on a two-fight skid, you know, but he's still a big name in the division. 
if you beat him, do you see yourself as a instant contender? I would think so, right? Um, honestly, man, I'm not even worried about that. There's, mm-hmm. there's so much going on, you know. Um, just, uh, you know, with all this, all this stuff going on, like I can't fight certain guys, right? The guys from Brazil aren't going to be able to fight. Guys from you know all over the world aren't going to be able to fight. So beating Jasur, yeah, I beat a big name, which is great. But I don't know if it puts me in a title title hunt. Um, who knows? If it does, great. If it doesn't, not a big deal. I'll just go back and win some more fights, and then eventually they're going to give me that shot. So I just got to keep winning fights. That's about it. That's all I really care about, winning and getting paid. With uh, a lot of the, the judging and, and the problems with judging, does the urgency to finish a fight ever play in your mind, you know, heading into a, a matchup? Uh, I mean, I'm always looking for the finish, whether it's in the first, second, third. But I'm not really worried about it, man. Like, if you try to worry about that, it's kind of kind of like ah, like in the back of your head. You, you never know what's going to happen. Um, like I said, there's been a lot of bad calls. I thought, obviously, a couple of fights could have gone the other way uh, in Florida, but it is what it is. It's part. I guess it's gonna be part. I guess it's part of the sport. As bad as you know, it sucks. It's part of the sport, man. You just gotta kind of learn to move on from it, and hopefully, they get the right decision. If they don't, then man, sucks for us. We don't get our second paycheck and uh, an L on a record. But like I said, it is what it is, and you gotta move on. What do you What do you think is the the main problem, or what do you think would be a suggestion to fix some of the the judging complications? Um. So I think the scoring is like ten. It's ten nine. Mm-hmm. I I think if you drop the guy, like if you drop him, drop him, it should be a ten eight, like in boxing, you know, or something. We need a ten eight in there more. Like if you rock the guy, drop him. It should be a ten eight round, for sure. Um, some of these guys don't don't even know. Some of these commissions are all boxing guys. They don't know what they're looking for. Um, and I think open scoring, uh, like they do it in Glory. I feel like. If I'm being screwed over, I would rather know going into the third round. So, hey, man, I got to finish this guy, you know. Or, uh, yeah, I, I, I really think open scoring is probably one of the better things because you, you really can't fix the people. I mean, you can try to fix the people, but who knows if you're ever going to find the right judges. Um, but open scoring, at least if I if I think I'm getting screwed or if I think I'm, like, winning and all, all I'm losing, all, it tells me to, you know, uh, put the gas on it and try to finish the guy, and I think it'll be more exciting fights. Uh, you know, you two got it's one one, and you both know it. Who's gonna who wants it more? Or if it's you know you're down two rounds, um, you know one guy's gonna come after you. the other guy. Who knows what he's gonna do? He might try to run for the whole five minutes, whatever it is. But I think open scoring is the best way to go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would like to see that. That's a that's that would be a great addition to you know everybody's. Uh, entertainment you know even in the audience uh now just announced again was the the rematch for the vacant flyweight uh title versus uh joy benavidez and uh davison figueredo what do you think about that move do you think like man that fight it shouldn't we shouldn't we don't need a rematch we need some other guys fighting for the title uh yeah i feel like moreno and pantoja should be fighting for the title benavidez lost got knocked out and then Devson lost his uh opportunity by not making weight so i feel like move those guys and have those guys fight on the same card underneath and the winner gets a title shot you know but ufc did it i think joby's gonna get knocked out again he had no answer for his power you know um so it it is what it is like i said i'm not really too concerned about it i'm not up there yet but 
you know, I hope, like I'm hoping Joby wins. So when I when I fight him for the title, I, I can beat him and get in a rematch, you know. But um, yeah, I I don't see I don't see that fight changing at all. You're being you're being very modest. You are up there though. You know what I mean? You're gonna fight the f- number four guy, so you know you're in the race. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I gotta beat him first, man. I, mm-hmm. You know, I haven't done anything yet, so I got, I gotta, I gotta get that win first, and then from there we can talk about all that. But like I said, uh, right now, not even looking at myself in the picture. I'm still in the top ten, great, but I'm not close to where I want to be. But I can't be satisfied, and I can't be like, oh yeah, I'm in the title hunt. I'm not mm-hmm. as of right now. So I'm just trying to stay, stay focused on this next guy because he's a very tough guy. The, the Glover Texera and uh, Anthony Smith fight, there was some controversy about the corner throwing in the towel, right? And they didn't do that. And, and now they're blaming, not really blaming, but people are, you know, pointing fingers, um, especially the, the fans and, and people that cover the sport. Uh, what do you think about that? Like, if, you know, of course you want to go out on your seal, but would you be angry if your t- corner threw in the towel during a fight? Um, so everybody's different. We we're talking about this that night it happened, you know. Um, everybody's different. If Anthony Smith gave directions to Montoya and all those guys, like, hey, do not throw in the towel, no matter what happens. Okay. You know, um, every fighter wants to go out on the shield. Look at Tony Ferguson, right? He said he still wanted to fight. He wanted to get knocked out. Come on, man. That's enough damage. Live to fight another day. But, hey, those guys don't throw in the towel. Uh, they might get instructions from the fighter. Don't throw in the towel no matter what. Um, I feel Anthony Smith has one punch knockout power. I mean, he still had a puncher's chance going in. I say maybe in the fourth round when he got taken down, out. You know, personally, I would have thrown in the towel. But if he tells him, "Hey, like, I don't throw in the towel. I'm gonna go out there on my shield," then you gotta you gotta respect the fighter. Listen to it, especially Anthony Smith. I know he did the interview said that if they would throw in the towel, they wouldn't be cornering him. You know, um, I mean, it's one of those things, kind of tough to do. I know personally, like if Coach Conte in the towel in my fight, I, obviously I'd be upset because I feel like, you know, I have more to give. But I trust his opinion and his decision to do it if, if, if it ever came down to that. Henry Suhudo, you know, he's the former flyweight champion. Now, I guess the former bantamweight champion. Do you really believe that he is retired? Um, who knows, man? He, like, uh, he's been doing this for a long time. You know, uh, he's wrestled his whole life. Then Olympics, night and I, you know, MMA right after and stuff. He's accomplished probably everything you can accomplish in this sport and both sports, you know, Olympic gold, two UFC titles. Like, why not retire on top? I think it's a power move, you know, who knows? But if you did retire, congrats, man. The probably one of the best careers anybody's ever had. Um, if you didn't, it's just money, you know, and money talks, and that's that's right. That's a good move for him. He should want to get paid more. He deserves to get paid more. He's beating guys. He's got. To, he had two titles. Why not get paid for what yeah. you're worth? Yeah, you gotta get paid. Gotta get paid. That's especially, number one. Especially, yeah, <laughs> especially in this sport, man. Yeah, while you while you can, you gotta get that money. Like you see it right now with John Jones and uh, yeah, Francis, yeah. they're negotiating and they want more money, and I and I fully support that. They they should uh, oh, hold yeah. out. Well, especially someone like Jones, he's coming up. He has everything to lose. He's finding the part of the scariest puncher on the freaking planet. You know what I mean? He's willing to come up for more money, which is like, hey, man, respect to you if you do it. But they're not going to pay you. Why Why do it? Makes no sense. All right, one last thing. Um, 
I, I was watching uh, something on Uriah Faber, and uh, he was talking about how he got in a fight in Indonesia, Bali, and he explained it very well. And I was wondering, do you have any street fight stories? Like, you can actually tell uh, during the interview. Uh, <laughs> do you have any interesting, funny stories? Uh, no, honestly, I really never really got into trouble, man. Uh, I was always in wrestling, so I really never got into trouble. But I highly doubt Uriah got into a street fight. He He doesn't seem like the type. Especially after his last uh, weekend in Jacksonville. He doesn't seem like the type. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, well, uh, June, 6th, June 6th, you're back in action. This is your second fight of 2020, which is very odd to say because most guys are struggling to fight in their first fight. So you're you're a lucky guy. Uh, UFC 250 pay-per-view, uh, Juicy Formiga. Thank you, Alex, so much for the time. And uh, good luck on the fight and in, in, in your future. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.